0: I'm gonna wait till that train leaves. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, it's really close, It's really not that bad, but it's best to not start the episode with it. It's, There's a train. These microphones are very uh, strong. They mm. can pick up anything. Oh. Okay, here we go. Remembering on both sides, that civility
1: is not a sign of weakness, and sincerity is always subject to proof. Let us never negotiate out of fear, but let us never fear to negotiate. You are listening to Speaker Points, an NSD China podcast.
0: Hello and welcome to Speaker Points, the NSDA China podcast, where we interview people in the speech and debate community. For this episode, we are interviewing our very first NSDA China judge. We've had people on here who judge in the past, but this is someone who was introduced to NSDA China through being a judge. So it'll be interesting to get her perspective on speech and debate and talk a little bit about her background. My guest is Amy Kim. She's the former president of SHU English Debate and Speech Club. She's earned best speaker awards at the Eastern China final of National University, the English debate competition in Yunnan province. She's been the champion of the National High School English public speaking competition there as well and she's of course been a judge for nsda china so welcome amy
1: thanks for having me here
0: very happy to have you here so i introduced you with saying you've done a lot of speech and debate things yeah let's start this interview off by finding out How did you first get involved with speech and debate? Like even if maybe it was when you were a little kid, but what was your first like competition and what was it like?
1: Yeah, I think I was in high school and then there was just a competition I signed up for it. It's talking about your dream and stuff. And I didn't expect that I would do this well and I got to the national. I won the championship in Yunnan and that's when I realized I got there because I'm just interested in public speaking. And from then on, I started to do more tournaments or do more public speaking competitions. Ever since I entered college, I got my hands on debate because I think debate is definitely more challenging, scarier, but more exciting for me. And it's completely different from public speaking because public speaking is more of a performance. Mm. You have to present your style, present your ideas on stage. Debate is all about critical thinking, logical thinking can be really intense there. And in terms of performance, it's like less required Mm. so I was more attracted to debate than public speaking in college and that's when I started my painful journey (laughs) yeah debate was hard in the first place for me
0: it's always hard when you start out what kind of debate were you doing in college
1: oh it's called British parliamentary debate Basically, there are four teams in one debate, and we can only get the motion 15 minutes before it's released. You, ha- you kind of have to improvise everything. There's no access of internet, so you have to have enough knowledge or evidence materials in your head. You can like use it on the spot. So that's why it's exciting for me. And we do four rounds per day. Sometimes we even do like 12 hours a day. That is That is something, Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah.
0: Yeah, the college debate scene is very serious, Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. for sure. How did you first find out about NSDA China?
1: Oh, I think it's after I've done debate for one year, and then I got invited to adjudicate some tournaments. And one of my debater friends, Luis, if you're listening to this... he introduced me to NSDA China mm. and I was like okay um, I'm gonna give it a shot and then I went there I was so impressed by those kids because they are so much better than me when I was that age mm-hmm. So I just kind of enjoy being a judge at NSDA China ever since then I just do like a judging thing once in a while
0: uh, was mm. that in Shanghai and what year was it? your first uh, judging? Uh, I think it's your... last
1: year April, April in Shanghai it's like a regional final
0: mm. and you know there's a lot of differences between bp style debate and public forum style yeah debate. it is different was it difficult as a judge to change your mindset of judging a different format
1: yeah well basically the principles are the same we pay attention to each debater's contribution the engagement their analysis the basic principles are the same however public forum is more evidence-based so students need to do a lot of research and they need to use a lot of uh, statistics in the debate. However, a BP debate is more about attacking or finding out the logic fallacy in arguments. So that part is slightly different. Mm-hmm. The other stuff like quite similar.
0: Yeah, a lot of crossover in their abilities and yeah. what, how yeah. you evaluate them. And yeah. Do you find yourself though being a better judge the more you do it oh
1: definitely yes i'm also more and more confident as a judge like i feel like i'm growing with the students and i'm more familiar with these topics as well so i'm definitely learning in the process
0: One thing that uh, I try to tell my students all the time, they think that judges are this monolith and that they are adults and they must be super confident in all these things. But I tell them, you know, your judges are just as scared of making the wrong decision as you are of making a mistake in the debate. Like, most of our judges really care. I mean, I'd say all of our judges really care about making sure that they... Make the right decision. Mm. I guess I should just say they're taking it very seriously.
1: That is true. That is true. Sometimes when the debate is so close, it's a lot of pressure to make the decision.
0: Yeah. And it's not easy when it's close. Whenever it's really close, you're just looking for small things that you can hold against one team that yeah, you can't on the yeah, other. Yeah.
1: That is so true. Yeah.
0: What do you think about the difference between how? British Parliamentary Debate has a new topic for each round, while Public Forum Debate has the same topic for a whole semester.
1: Oh, I think with the same topic for the whole semester, you can definitely go in depth. Like you can actually have very thorough knowledge about it. And I think this is more beneficial for students because for BP debate is like, you just scratch the surface. And there are so many topics like from feminism to international relations, to economy, to politics. We just scratch the surface and then we stopped this is more beneficial for students to actually know the background and know every details and to research the evidence in one specific topic and the topic are definitely very relatable and it's like very debatable in recent events i think public forum is doing a better job in terms of the topic like
0: education behind the topic yes yeah i mean some of these kids could write a dissertation with the amount of evidence that they've compiled at the end of a season so of all the topics you have judged, do you have a favorite
1: oh you mean in the sda china yeah i think the recent one the personal data of technology hmm. company it's very interesting and i thought the clash would be the privacy and then i learned a lot of new arguments like people are talking about monopoly socioeconomic perspective and also political propaganda and manipulation so i was impressed and the further i go with the debate the better students can do with the analysis they can actually use their data to do rebuttal or to do crossfire instead of just you know arguing with each other or mm-hmm. trying to be aggressive so i think that's very effective
0: yeah, yeah. They're very impressive. I'm impressed every time we do our tournaments. Have you judged some of the online tournaments? Yeah, I did.
1: I did. I was impressed judging the final of high school division. Both teams are awesome. They are quick thinker in terms of Crossfire and Rebuttal. I was so impressed.
0: I know lots of people in the speech and debate community have some strong opinions one way or the other about online tournaments. What was your initial reaction when you found out the tournament you were going to judge is going to be online or do you think that was going to work? What was your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely going to work. And actually, we don't really have a choice back then, do we? (laughs) And it's actually providing more convenience for both debaters and judge. And the quality is actually quite good. The internet quality and also there's no lagging in between. I can give the feedback as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. So I think it works. Definitely works. Yeah, I was
0: actually very surprised by the quality. I mean, I was definitely skeptical. I'll, I'll be the first to admit it. Like, You're absolutely right when you said, hey, we don't have a choice. We've got to figure something out. It's either debate online or don't debate at all, right? Yeah, yeah. And we, no one wants that. We all want to debate. But I was skeptical that it was going to work, that we were going to actually be able to make it a strong tournament. But... The tournament team here, uh, the how hard they worked and stuff, and what they put together. I mean, I was floored the first time we ran a tournament. I thought I thought it ran really well. I thought it was really great and pretty smooth. I mean, all debate tournaments run a little long. You know, yeah, that's true. It's inevitable because you got to pair things and you have issues. Yeah. And yeah. but I thought it was pretty efficient. Now you know, you mentioned it's a little bit more convenient too. I'm sure debaters liked being able to like.
1: Yeah. relax on the
0: couch after their <laughs> round in That's between rounds and stuff. It was very good. Of all the judging you've done, oh. obviously lots of debate. Have you ever got an opportunity to judge original oratory at one of our tournaments?
1: Oh, yes, I did. Once. I think it's last year. Mm. I think it's the first time because the first day I did a uh, PF. Mm-hmm. The second day I did OO. So yeah.
0: Do you remember anything about that experience? Oh my
1: god, the <laughs> students are so cute. I totally wanted to record them, mm-hmm. and their storytelling skills are very mature. I'd mm-hmm. say yeah. you'd be surprised. Like the younger they are, the actually better they can tell a story, or they can have a more like a more spontaneous style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's totally different from uh, what I've been doing, the mm-hmm. public speaking thing. How so? Because the competitions I've done in college is more academic. And the the structure of your speech should be more fulfilled and more logical. You need to add a lot of data, isn't it? Mm. So in some way, it can be a little bit more boring. <laughs> but OO is more about stories. It's mm. more about how do, how do you present yourself, pronunciation, fluency. Mm-hmm. So it makes it more simpler and also more fun.
0: Yeah, I think... With the You mentioned the younger kids. The one reason they stand out is because younger kids are more committed right now to speech events. Our older students, like if you go in the United States Mm. and watch their original oratories, I think it's a little bit a combination of the two things you described with the style of speech you're used to in original oratory. It Mm. still has that data, evidence-driven part of it, but combined with being entertaining and sending a message and... Making people's hair stand up and give them goosebumps, you know, that sort yeah. of like emotional pull, too. Yeah. I think we're slowly seeing here in China, older kids, the high school kids, take original oratory more seriously and mm. really go for it. And I think the reason why the quality looked better whenever they were younger mm. is because the older kids were more inclined to just go into debate, not stick with speech, that sort of thing. Right. But I think we're going to see that change because in the United States for NSDA, they've got a high school tournament there has like 10 different events, Mm -hmm. three different debate styles, seven different speaking styles. It's not just original oratory, but they have humorous interp, dramatic interp, a duo competition where you do it with a partner, um, all kinds of different stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think as we grow and get bigger and better, um, we're definitely gonna have kids that want to gravitate more towards speech. Like for our national tournament, for example, we're gonna have extemp speech. Are you gonna be judging our national tournament? When is it? Uh, in August.
1: In you know, August. I guess, am I invited? Of course.
0: <laughs> Especially with your experience judging and, you know, the finals judge and all your experience doing speech and debate. Okay, I'll be there. We definitely need you there to help us uh, have a good judge pool for, for nationals. But in nationals, we do a supplemental event called mm-hmm. extemporaneous speech, mm-hmm. where I guess for you, it'd be like a combination of your speech experience and your BP experience. Mm, that's fine. The way the event works is the student is given three questions about current events they choose one of them and then they have 30 minutes to prepare a speech and and give a speech on it and the questions will be things like um, will the protests in the united states lead to change in the policing community or something else like uh, will britain's exit from the eu lead to more countries That's some to, you know, big things questions. things like that yeah very current event focused but mm. i mean a lot of the questions sound as if they could be some of them could be public forum topics so they still yeah. are very deep and yeah. focused last year we did it i think it was a huge success kids loved it and i was blown away by how good the kids were i mean still need to grow still need to get better it's uh, but I worked the exempt draw in the tournament and watching the kids get their question and like the look of fear on their face because <laughs> they have no idea what it's about. You know, it'd yeah. be something like, uh, what is Nicola, Nicolas Maduro's economic policy going to impact Latin America politics? And, oh. just like, uh, oh. like, and then I'd see them run back to their seat and cut uh-huh. 30 minutes and just be on the computer you know, looking up stuff, getting prepared, and then they'd be... And then they're walking to their room, practicing their speech to themselves, like okay, yeah. This and, then and and blew me away by their ability. They're really really great, wow. and um, that's what I mean by as the community grows, mm. we'll be able to have different events that kind of focus more towards kids' mm. interests. So hopefully one day extemp will be a regular event at our tournaments. And that kid who loves current events, loves politics, but maybe not big on debating with a partner or Mm. um doesn't like to memorize just the same speech over and over again for original oratory then extent will be like oh this is going to be my event and this Mm. is what i'm going to get really good at and other things like we're doing world schools debate which is kind of like bp at nationals as well
1: so we have different options for different children
0: absolutely Uh, and we've got more that probably shouldn't talk about in public because they're still in the planning stages but Mm. there's other events we're working on and things so uh, should expand the accessibility for students. I look
1: forward to your improvement Mm. and everything's coming
0: well uh, we hope that you will be an important part of that you know our judging community is very important
1: I'll be always here
0: (laughs) (laughs) good Uh, speaking of always being here and talk about you a little bit while you're here too you're in university right now. yeah I'm
1: almost graduating now actually I just finished my graduation paper yesterday so whoa congratulations
0: (laughs) What what have you been studying?
1: I study sociology. Okay, great. Cool. And what
0: university was that?
1: Uh, Shanghai University. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah, it's very useful to do debate. And I'm about to go to America next year for journalism.
0: So you won't be here. You just told me you would be here But I'm taking a gap year. Yes, I'm
1: taking a gap year. Was
0: the gap year planned or was that a COVID response?
1: Oh, COVID uh, just changed everything. Yeah. Because I was supposed to go to Seoul National University for a Korean program. I think they're about to cancel it because of the virus, so I might just have to look for an internship in Shanghai. So
0: That's a shame. But you said you're going to go to the States eventually, is that for a master's program? Yeah, or, for a master's uh, Where at?
1: I hope Columbia. Ooh. I hope Columbia or NYU because I'm obsessed with New York mm. and if not, L.A. is another good choice. Yeah.
0: Do you have any idea <clears throat> what your hope is that you want to do with your sociology degree?
1: No, I, I I'm thinking about just completely abandoning <laughs> that.
0: Hey, what, what do you want to go for for your masters?
1: Oh, journalism. Okay, okay. Journalism. Yeah.
0: You mentioned that before. Yeah, yeah.
1: There. So basically, I think sociology can provide me a lot of perspectives when I have to analyze one event. Or so. Mm-hmm. It, it contributes more of my personal growth or the way I'm thinking than actually like what I can do about this degree. So I think it's a long term effect.
0: Mm. Let's go back to nationals real quick, because there was one thing I didn't mention. Uh, Have you seen the public forum topic for nationals yet? Oh, which one? It's uh, just recently released. It is, in cases of terminal illness, physician-assisted suicide should be legal. Oh, euthanasia. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, I think it's interesting. Actually, the funny thing is I've actually wrote an article about it in college on my sophomore year. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's a it's a class about morality, and we're talking about euthanasia. So you are aiming at a college level.
0: Well, we try to, whenever we design topics, we want to challenge students. A lot of my job and stuff, I go around and I try to convince schools and principals and parents to have their kids do speech and debate. And sometimes mm-hmm. I get a little pushback that's like, this topic's really difficult. How am I going to get into this? Or how can we oh, really... Yeah. And I always say, like, trust me, you want a difficult topic. Mm-hmm. We can pick easy topics. Our NSDA national topic could be school uniforms are good, right? Yeah, it is, yeah. That's boring. That's boring. It yeah. might be fun for the first or two rounds, but whenever there's only a couple of arguments, when there's not a lot of deep evidence to find, when you know the whole topic after mm. researching it in an we- afternoon. Yeah. Kids are going to get bored by it. They're not going to want to do it. That's and, true. That's true. And the other thing I hear about, or criticism whenever it's a difficult topic, is it's difficult for both sides. Right, yeah. you know, no side gets an advantage just because it's a hard that topic, it's equally difficult for both. Yeah. So as long as you're willing to put in a little extra effort, you can get an edge on those other yeah. kids and yeah. that sort and of And you'd
1: be surprised what kids can oh, do. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, they constantly go beyond my expectations. Yeah. So. yeah,
1: they do that to me too. Especially for new kids who are trying to debate in the first place, they are terrified mm-hmm. by the topics, of course. And then there are a lot of research required. After they've done research, after they've actually learned some strategies or skills in debating, they'd surprise you.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, They can really rise to the occasion for sure. Speaking a little bit more generally, Mm. if any kids were listening right now, considering going to nationals or they're already signed up, qualified for nationals. Is there any advice you would give them on things that debaters commonly misunderstand about their judges from the judges perspective is there something you see often and you're like why do they keep doing that or vice versa is there something that you wish more kids did and when you see them do it you're like oh that's really good
1: i give two suggestions Mm. first of all is during crossfires especially for younger kids they got carried away easily Mm. so they're fighting over the chance to speak however if you do that it is extremely not effective for judge to hear anything What you need to do is to be concise about your question and answer and give the opponents the chance to speak. That way, you can get out more information for judge. Otherwise, we will just hear you arguing, fighting over crossfire that is not beneficial for both sides. Mm -hmm. So that is the first suggestion I would give. And another one is about the summary and final focus part. Because you should know that you should not be terrified of us. We are only humans and then we're taking notes the entire time. So you should also know that you have to provide a bigger picture for judge to judge as well. Mm -hmm. So in terms of summary and final focus part, you need to think like a judge. If you are a judge, why you'll be convinced you win the whole debate. So first of all, identify the clashes. Second of all, do the comparison. And third, tell me why your argument or why your framework is more important. Those are the three things we're looking for in terms of summary and final focus part. I always tell this to my Mm students and that debate is not about attacking each other. It's about convince the judge. Mm. You have to be aware there's someone else listen to the whole debate. And if you were that person, how can you get the information out the most effective way? So I, I'd i say the summary and the final focus part is quite important.
0: Mm. Yeah, I 100% agree. I, it echoes something I commonly say about that I say is, Bad debaters debate for their opponents. Good debaters debate for their judge. Yeah, right? like, yeah. Don't forget that it's not your job to change the mind of your opponent. You're never going to do that. They're yes. always going to disagree with yeah, you. And yeah. if you're too focused on them, you're not focused on the person whose only opinion really matters. In yeah, that debate, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That's the
1: point of debate, yeah.
0: For sure. I think that's great advice, and hopefully some kids will be listening to it. And yeah. <laughs> maybe if you're judging them, they might have listened to this and be like, oh, a- Amy wants me to focus <laughs> on my final focus Yeah, in better listen, kids. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, giving them a little insider info. Hmm. So transitioning closer to the end of this and talking about you a little bit, uh, I know you're a bit of a celebrity, right? You've got a lot of <laughs> no, followers on... Uh, okay. What's the name of I'm the... I'm just going to
1: show up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I have 20K fans on Zhuhu. Zhuhu. Yes. Mm. Um, it's like Chinese Quora. People ask questions on it. And basically, my content content is about English learning like uh, how do you improve your spoken skills or what kind of english books that i recommend or what kind of podcasts that i recommend i can definitely recommend this podcast <laughs> yes please do <laughs> yeah and later on i might get into the debate but the thing is the debate market is quite limited in mm. china yeah i think i might write one or two articles to introduce debate or public speaking to a broader audience
0: how can they how can people find that
1: oh just search for amy kim with no space in between on Okay.
0: Well, hopefully we'll add a few followers to your 20,000. Oh, 000. thank you.
1: That'd be great. And yeah. I don't know
0: how many people listen to this, but uh, <laughs> hopefully there are some listening. <laughs> so, I always give opportunity for the interviewer if there's some project they're working on, some friends they want to say hello to, or something they want to mention. Is there anything else you'd like Oh to yeah, about? actually
1: I'm working on a startup project. I'm mm. trying to monetize the um, uh, education block thing right now. So I, I'm designing my own online classes right now. Oh. It will be on this July and the thing I teach will be very basic like how do you do job interview and what do you say in a restaurant or the travel English. My goal is to let both five-year-old and also my mom Mm -hmm. to learn something from it. So if anyone is interested in that, pay attention to that. Also, I have a WeChat official account, also named uh, Amy Kim, Mm. with no space in between. You can find me there. Okay,
0: great, cool. Well, I wanna thank you again. Oh, it's been a pleasure, yeah. I hope we can get more judges like you, both in our tournaments, and also come talk to students and things. Really appreciate how hard you work at our tournament. I don't think judges get enough credit you know so well some students take for granted what the judges do and then they judge their first tournament and they go oh my god it's so much harder judging than I thought it was Uh, so (laughs) I really appreciate uh, you coming in here today talking to us and all you
1: do for judging yeah and thanks for having me here thank you and thanks for everything you do for students I mean English debate and public speaking is very important to me yeah yeah and I think you definitely learn a lot from that and then you also evolve as a person
0: that's the main reason we do it you mm-hmm. know the trophies are fun but the main reason is to help kids yeah. find their voice evolve yeah who they are, that is that so that
1: important sort of. yeah thanks for everything you've done for that Yeah, oh,
0: well uh, it's it takes a village there's a lot of other people that yeah. don't get as much exposure as me that works really hard on this
1: yeah it takes a team
0: one of these days I need to just do a podcast and interview all of them wow. I might do that sometime yeah So for those listening, thanks again for being a part of NSDA Speaker Points. Remember, you can always email us with ideas of people you think we should interview or segments you'd like us to do at nsdachina at gmail.com. Also we got the national tournament coming up in August. We got our summer camp also in July and August. Be looking out for that. And right now you can be a part of selecting the fall public forum debate topic. Find us on WeChat and look out for our posts about that. So until next time, we'll see you again. Ciao.
1: Ciao, bye.